Hola, bienvenidos to El Brightside Podcast. I'm excited to be recording this intro episode um, to share a little bit about uh, this podcast, the things that you can expect, and also uh, a little bit about me, your host. So my name is Jonathan Tarin. I am a Mexican-born, Texas-raised <laughs> advertising professional. And the things that you can expect uh, about this podcast is really this podcast is all about human connection to me. Um, it's about the business of marketing and advertising, which is the career space that I play in and have been in for almost 15 years. And it's also about the joys of culture within it all. Um, I'm a firm believer that culture is a big driver in everything that we do in our lives, in business. And so I love to dig deep into the joys of what culture offers. And those are the type of conversations that I love to have. Those are the things that really enlighten me personally, but I think also enlighten the world. And so I think it's important to share that, right? Um, now, I also want to be clear, when, when I talk about being driven by the joys of culture, I'm talking about culture, uh, having a foundation of five, five specific things, customs, achievements, languages, values, and beliefs. So these five pillars um, you can find in groups of human beings or groups of people. And whether it's one pillar or three pillars or all five pillars, there's so much joy within each of those pillars when you get to dig deep and try to find out or be open to receiving more about the person or the group of people on the other end. So I think that's a very joyous experience. I think that is what I mean when I talk about being enlightened by culture, right? Um, what can you expect? Of course, I like to keep it real. And when I say I like to keep it real, I'm talking about I like to just be human. <laughs> I'm really unafraid to talk and interview with people from different walks of life and in the business side whether you're a ceo cmo or a junior programmer in whatever business i talk to people the same way i like to show them the same level of appreciation acknowledge their contributions um, respect their time and also talk to them just like human beings because that's at the end of the day, what we all are. And I think that that helps us connect with one another. So now a little bit about myself, who I am, just so y'all know. Uh, again, I have always introduced myself as Mexican born and Texas raised, but I'm also a husband. I've been married for going on 14 years with an amazing woman and the love of my life. 
Um, I'm also a father of two beautiful, wonderful children, a boy and girl. And, uh, you know, they're in that beautiful stage where you love them and they drive you nuts at the same time. <laughs> but I love it. Okay. I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, I'm an immigrant. Uh, I was born in Chihuahua, Chihuahua, Mexico, and uh, immigrated to the United States when I was six years old. Uh, I am an American football lover. Like, I love the sport of American football. I also love football, but, um, you know, when, when you grew up in, when uh, I grew up in West Texas, we'll get into that here in a bit, but it just, automatically the sport became such a big part of my life and has been a big part of my life ever since. Um, I also love to write. I've, I call myself a writer now, but the reality is I don't have any like formal education or anything of the sort to call myself a writer, but I've been a writer for a very long time and have uh, always used it as an outlet of healing, of creative expression, and just documenting a lot of things in my life since I was a young teen. And I continue to do that now, especially with all the resources that we have accessible to us, right? Uh, in the social space and just the digital space, etc. Um, just some interesting things about me again, when I immigrated to the United States, I was six years old. I actually lived in Inglewood, California. That is where my grandfather lives. So uh, that's where we landed. And um, it was very interesting upbringing. Uh, we were there for a couple of years and ultimately moved to where we had family uh, or uh, more family, I should say, which was in New Mexico and then ultimately moved to Texas. Um, Lubbock, Texas, <laughs> to be more specific. Uh, and at the time, you know, uh, there weren't a lot of immigrants that lived in the area. There were definitely a lot of second, third generation Latinos there, but it was a real interesting upbringing. I got to live um, and get to know people from different walks of lives, from different backgrounds and ethnicities. So I talk a lot about the intersection of cultures and how beautiful and joyful that is because I learned so much from it uh, because that's what was around me all the time. Um, I grew up a little fast, you know, unfortunately the heaviness of being an immigrant for my parents uh, and then ultimately uh, the heaviness of having to raise four kids with limited resources, uh, being undocumented was a toll for both my parents who ultimately separated and divorced, um, which really was a pivotal moment in our, in our lives and our family's lives, of course. Um, but for me specifically, you know, it was all about just taking care of my younger siblings at the time. I was a middle child. So my focus was just being responsible, um, and helping my parents, you know, uh, and this is where I started learning a lot about resilience. This is where I started learning a lot about my natural ability to be charismatic and navigate in a world that was tough. Um, there's a lot of naiveness there, but 
belief in myself. I was always a person that was very confident because those are the things that my parents instilled in me. Um, but because the resources were limited, I also had to hustle. So that, you know, quote unquote, hustle attitude, something that has a different connotation nowadays. But back then, to me, it was just more survival. And uh, it, it, it really kind of started to naturally take over my personality and my mindset because that's what I had to do. Um, the other thing, of course, is that a positive attitude was the only attitude to have for survival at the time. Uh, that's a lot to unpack, but this is really where El Bright Side and the significance and the meanings and the origins begin for me. And uh, a big foundation of living life on a bright side, uh, in retrospect now, right, was always education. Uh, my father was uh, one of nine. He is the only child that graduated college and got a bachelor's degree in his entire family. And he's also the only one that stayed behind. Uh, and when I mean stayed behind, he stayed in Mexico to finish school while his parents, my grandparents, and the rest of his siblings immigrated to the United States. So it's something that my father always carried with him. He was proud of the education that he was able to accomplish um, and instilled the importance of education in my siblings and in his family. Uh, now, unfortunately, when we immigrated to the United States, that education that my dad had and that pride that he had was tough on him, right? Because <laughs> a lot of that, apart from being undocumented, a lot of that type of education wasn't really acknowledged in his environment and where he was trying to, you know, move forward in life here in the States. So that's just another little insight of the things that were tough about being immigrants here and the things that I myself now as an adult acknowledge in the sacrifices that my parents made for us to, you know, have a better life. Now, on the flip side, I also learned so much from my mother, who at the time when my parents divorced was, you know, on her own, uh, raising three kids. Um, limited help from my father who was finding his own way at the time. But the things that I learned from my mother were all about strength and tenacity. I mean, I saw my mom really do things that I don't even comprehend or understand that she was able to do. So, you know, earlier when I was talking about hustling and surviving, I mean, my mom was out there working two, three jobs, um, negotiating, being part of our lives and doing her best to keep a roof over our heads. Um, and she was just an immensely strong, naturally, naturally strong woman. And I was able to see the best in her in some of the darkest and toughest moments of her life. And those are also things that are deeply rooted in who I am as a human being, right? I am very unapologetic 
I am very tenacious about the things that I believe in, the things that I focus on and the visions that I have. So you get to see a lot of that being displayed um, when, when I interview people, when I share these solo uh, episodes, and it's really a part of what a bright side is all about. Now, uh, to end this wonderful intro episode, which is super intentional, a little bit vulnerable, but it's important for me to display it to anyone listening. Um, I, I just want to really say thank you to everyone that has reached out and is been supportive. My family uh, and colleagues and people in the market and advertising industry and just so many of you have really pushed me to go out there and really share my story. I always talk about sharing our stories, but there's also other people around my life that have motivated me and said, man, you need to continue doing this and put stuff out there. So uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really hope that you all enjoy this personal and also business side because this these stories and you know, at Brightside being a platform of sharing and creating, you know, stories of the multicultural human experience is both personal and professional. There's a lot of value in the things that we do in our environments. Um, there's a lot of amazing people doing amazing things in, you know, Fortune 100 companies and also within our communities. And that spectrum is robust. It is. It contributes to every aspect of who we are in this country. And those are the things that I want to highlight. I want to have that wealth and that scale, you know, where I'm able to interview uh, a human being that's doing community work and also interview and talk to people or share stories of, you know, C-level executives doing amazing things and, you know, sharing their stories as well. So I hope that you all enjoy this podcast. Please make sure you follow uh, and subscribe and send me direct messages or uh, also review this podcast and whatever platform it is that you are listening to. And let's just make sure to continue to support one another as a community. And don't forget to live life on a bright side. Adios.